The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good Tuesday afternoon, I'm Mac. And this is The View from a Pew, heard on your local radio station and all around the world at youtube.com. And then surf or find The View from a Pew, plus we're on about 16 podcast sites, so you'll find us. Uh, We have, of course, our theological mastermind. He is an alumnus from the Dallas Theological Seminary. We call him Theo, and Theo, it's week 41 of the study of Romans, and what's the big idea today? Hey, Mac. The big idea of the day for week 41 is justified believers are in Christ Jesus. The last two weeks in verses Romans 7.21 through 8.3, Paul expressed his total exhaustion, wretchedness, with trying to become progressively sanctified through his efforts keeping the law. So Paul cried out, Who, not what, will set me free from this continuous influence of sin? His answer in Romans 8.2 is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, sets us free from the principle or continuous influence of sin and of death. So, today, Mac, you and I will discuss what it means to be in Christ. Let's pray and review. Thank you, Lord, that we can be together today to study the book of Romans. Considering where we are in Christ, may we understand that we justified believers are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the gospel, the good news. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He rose on the third day according to the scriptures. In that process, he gave us the free gift of salvation through faith only. And now, may everything we say and do be honoring to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Mac, for the last two weeks, we have been talking about Romans 8, 1 through 3, which uses the phrase, in Christ, twice. Firstly, we just mentioned its use in Romans 8, 2, describing the principle called the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which can overcome the principle of sin and death. Furthermore, verse 1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let's have a discussion about that. Well, I noticed, you know, we've been working our way through Romans, and now we're at 8.1 and, and in that area, but I've noticed that the words in Christ or in Christ Jesus is used twice in that chapter. Uh, yeah, let's talk about what that means. What do you think it means? Okay. In the sanctification theological pillar of Roman, chapters 6 through 8, we have continued to use the phrase justified believers. Another way of to describe a justified believer is a person who is in Christ Jesus or 
in Christ. Okay, so let me see if I get this right. A true Christian, which I, I would consider myself all the way, all in, 110%, is justified or could be called in Christ Jesus. That is correct, Mac. Earlier in Romans 6.11, it states, Even so, consider yourselves, those who have placed their faith in Jesus, to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. In other words, sin is no longer our master, and we are spiritually alive in Christ Jesus. Our most important verse, Romans 3.24, says, being justified as a gift by his grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. In other words, we are justified and redeemed in Christ Jesus. Justification is best defined in Romans 4, 6, where it says, Just as David also speaks of the blessing on the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered. Blessed is the person whose sins the Lord will not take into account. So, Mac, Theo, I placed my faith in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior about 48 years ago. He credited me with the righteousness of Christ and at the same time positioned me in Christ. So how can how can I visualize or get my arms around what it means for me, Mac, to be in Christ? Great question, Mac. For years I mentally tossed around various metaphors or analogies to help me understand what it means to be in Christ. Not surprisingly, I settled upon an analogy which is contained in Scripture. Also, not surprisingly, the analogy is given to us by Jesus Christ himself. Humans are inclined to remember a speaker's first and last words. Jesus gave us his last words in what is called the Upper Room Discourse the night before he was betrayed and crucified the following day. In that discourse, Set forth in John 15, Jesus says that he is the vine, and faithful believers are the branches. What a great analogy from natural biology as to what it means to be in Christ. In natural biology, the branches do not stop at the outer edge of the vine, but continue on into the vine itself. In forestry, we see that the branches of a tree extend on into the tree beyond the outer bark. Evidence of this extension into the trunk, or vine, if you will, of the tree is seen when the tree is manufactured into lumber, and the evidence of the branch extending into the trunk is viewed as what we call knots in the lumber. Yeah, I, I know all about knots. You know, before Jesus mugged me, I used to use the term, I'm not a good enough Christian. In fact, I'm the president of the Not Enough Good uh, Christian Club. 
But what if there is some overwhelming darkness in my life that continually precludes me from, as we're saying, being in Christ? Mac, this is the heart of the struggle I want to discuss. I've talked to a number of guys who say they can accept justification, positional salvation. They understand the rigorous tension we experience in progressive sanctification. And that Romans 7.21 is true. There is a principle that evil is present in us, the ones who want to do good. But that leaves them with too much junk. To be eligible, to be in Christ, a branch in the vine. They feel unworthy. People even accuse them of not being a, quote, good enough Christian. Well, yeah, I agree. You know, there's been many times since Jesus mugged me that I still felt unworthy to be a follower of him. I hear you, Mac. Instead of our listening to these random ideas running around in our heads or perceived with our ears, let's spend some time talking about the truth. We know that we are in Christ. What does that mean according to chapters we have already covered in Romans? Chapter 5, from the Romans Theological Pillar of Salvation, and Romans chapter 6, Theological Pillar of Sanctification. So, Mac, here are 17 truths of those of us who are in Christ. I'm going to write these down, so go ahead. Okay, number one, according to Romans 5, 1, we have peace with God. Number two, according to Romans 5, 1, we have been justified by faith. Number three, according to Romans 5, 2, we have access into the sphere of God's grace. Number four, according to Romans 5, 3, we can rejoice in trouble. Number five, According to Romans 5, 5, the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. Number six, according to Romans 5, 10, we have been reconciled to God. Number seven, according to Romans 5, 10, we are being saved by the life of Jesus. Number eight, according to Romans 5, 17, we reign in life through Jesus Christ. Number nine, According to Romans 6.3, we have been immersed into Christ's death, creating a change analogous to the immersion and pickling process of vegetables, like pickles. <laughs> Number 10, according to Romans 6.4, we have been raised from the immersion conversion process to walk in newness of life, from the old self to the new self. Number 11. According to Romans 6.6, 6, our old self was crucified with Christ, since we were united with Christ through his death and resurrection, according to Romans 6.5. Number 12, according to Romans 6.11, we are dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. There we see again who we are in Christ Jesus. Dead to sin means it is no longer our master, though it does try to continuously influence us to serve sin, as we saw in Romans chapter 7. Number 13, according to Romans 6.13, 
we are yielded to God as his instruments of righteousness. Number 14, according to Romans 6:14, sin is not our master. Number 15, according to Romans 6:14, we are not under law for purposes of sanctification, but under grace. 16, according to Romans 6:18, we are freed from the command of sin. And number 17, according to Romans 6:23, we have eternal life in Christ Jesus. And that's all in Romans, in, in just a yes. couple. Okay. We're out of time for today, but you know what I'd like to do? As you went through these, I, re, I saw myself as I was before Jesus, as I use the term, mugged me, and how he makes me different in these times. Next week, I'd like to go through some of those with you and try to figure out how that happened. That would be great, Mac. We can talk some more about what it means to be in Christ. All right, that's Theo, and of course he is our alumnus from the Dallas Theological Seminary uh, down there in Texas, and uh, we appreciate his participation in the program every Tuesday. It's called The Roman Road, and it's only here on The View from a Pew. Remember, you can find us anywhere on Podsites and on YouTube. Where you'll find more.